Welcome to Phantasma Coronavirus. <laughs> the thing that's been taking over the entire world since the middle of March. You know what? Hot take. My... And I, I'm, people probably aren't going to like this very much. I'm sick of it. I think I'm done. I think I'm done with the coronavirus. Yes, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to be done with you're it. You're making the people angry. I'm gonna go. Because I'm gonna they go, love it. The, pe- no one's doing anything. Dude. I'm gonna go get. I'm, I'm going. I'm gonna go take care of it right now. Boy, do I have the group for you. The group that says nay to the coronavirus. That said enough is enough. That said that say that said nay from day one. It it never existed and it still does not exist is what is what the the folks are saying. Um, not, not everyone, the, not the obviously. smart folks, <laughs> not everyone, but there are a substantial group of people that do think that the coronavirus just is a big hoax. Why still? Why do I feel like this group of people are only Americans? <laughs> I, dude, I yeah. Do we? Yes, because America hasn't been. Do in... we feel like there are foreigners that are believing the same thing? Uh, Amer- Americans, could... Americans in the western half like, of the United States. I feel States. like Americans are the only or people the that have that have the brass, the audacity to say, <laughs> you know what? No, there are millions of people that are suffering from this. But I'm I'm not sick, so it must Pe- not be real. People are dying, but they're not. But no. your, your family that died from that, yeah, they didn't die. They didn't die. You're from, wrong. They didn't die from that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's crazy. I I don't. I mean, we went into this a little bit, but I like people think that it's a hoax. People genuinely believe it's not real. <laughs> Long story short, guys, I don't. I'm not gonna tell you what to believe, but just follow the rules. Everything's gonna be okay. That's the. I think that's the bottom line here. The world keeps turning. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. It's it's okay. I literally know someone. I literally know someone, personally, who believes it was to mess with the election. <laughs> to, to influence the election in one way or another. I don't... How? <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Just a second. How... If it was a hoax, let's just say the coronavirus... It just doesn't exist, and everything that you've heard about it of affecting the world in a negative way is they, completely fake. They paid off every Italian citizen. What is it to do? pretend to be sick? To pretend to be and sick, and some to die. Here, here's th- here's thousands of dollars. Why don't you get, go ahead and crawl in this grave for me? We're all getting into the internet. And we're all saying how terrible it is. But uh, so the, that's the question. Why? How? Who? What does it do? <laughs> what? It's a hoax. Ah, uh, boo. <laughs> Sorry for me. Somehow, I just don't get it. Does it? Does it help <clears throat> President Trump get more votes or less or vice like, versa? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? There's it, no way to tell. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't see how. And I don't mean. I, I don't mean to disrespect, but I don't see how. <laughs> There's no way to not like to not a grown adult <laughs> who's functioning can look at the situation and say nope it's wrong See, this is fake you know it's, you know why there's no way to say no disrespect and not have people get mad who believe it is because the type of people who would get disrespect feel disrespected by that statement are the same people who believe it who are like can get there mentally be like, i don't know it's it's tr- okay so the, the virus actually came about and then 
and then Trump and Biden. Biden, one of one or the other, yeah, took we, the we first shot. We have a tale for me, Kevin. Tell me the conspiracy. They took, they took one of them took the first shot, and they said, "This is this is Trump's fault." Joe Biden said, "This is Trump's fault," and Trump said. No, this is Biden's fault. And so they just started going after each other until everyone actually started to believe it. <laughs> and then and then once they did believe it, then it became fake. Then it was like, no, wait a minute. This was never a real thing. They just are using it for the election. People aren't dying in China. <laughs> this it is just this is a big tactic. Just insane to me that there are people who can literally like hear about all this going on, but it is not happening to me. And no one I know in my immediate vicinity. So therefore, it must not exist. I do not see it and therefore it is not real. And that blows my mind. I don't get it. Why are we talking about the coronavirus? Uh, you, you started this. You called me. I know what I did. So I looked up, I, I looked up on the old internet. Uh, short paragraph, scary story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is just, this isn't even like a story. It's a paragraph. <laughs> Uh, hey, there there can be a lot. In, it's about it. It starts. It starts like this. There was a story. So oh. it's it's a paragraph about a story. It's the epilogue. We're gonna hear about the story. <laughs> uh, there was a story about a guy who was driving through the mountains. Ex army. That's not relevant it, at all. Hey, dude. Well, no, we know how prepared he was. It doesn't even wrap around. And I can pay my respects now. You know he has his jackknife. You know he's got his Swiss Army. What are they? Yeah, pocket, we'll see. Pocket we'll see. machine. <laughs> what do they call? I can't think of what they're. Oh, did what you is, call it a pocket machine? I can't remember what's the thing called. No, that's what it's pocket it's, machine. It's a pocket knife. <laughs> it's a pocket machine. At least like, from this day. It wars to it life. Is. What is the what is the the little device scouts keep in their pocket that has a million little tools in it? What's it called? Pocket knife. Swiss Army knife. Oh, okay, because I, I thought pocket knife, and I'm like, but it's more than a knife. That must not be the name. I must be thinking of something it's else. Swiss Army knife. Pocket I think the more knives. Um, the, about a guy who was driving through the mountains, <laughs> ex-Army, and came across a crash. The car wasn't damaged at all and almost deliberately placed in the middle of the road. He drove past and saw two people lying in the road. He pulls up in front of the crash and then looks back to see the people sat up and 20 or so eyes reflecting in his taillights from the surrounding bushes. That's not good. That's always a bad thing. Ugh. Because he was ex-army, he slams on the gas and goes. I just assume that's why he did that. <laughs> He's seen the likes of this before. <laughs> I just, the ex-army has to play in somewhere. An old, uh, an old trick from this, Nom. <laughs> this story scares me because this kind of thing does happen with quote-unquote Mountain tribes who are either cannibalistic or crazy. The old... That's crazy, actually. The old... Put a car in the middle of the road and bait somebody trick. Dude, that's that's actually like a real thing that happens like close to here all the time. In Arizona, in like the long stretches of like no towns or anything, that kind of... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> that kind of thing happens all the time. People what? will like pretend to be broken down on the side of the road flag someone down in fact there are a lot of reports that come out from police departments in arizona where they're like okay don't pick anyone up hitchhiking at night if you see that their car like just keep going maybe call the police and have them go check it out because nine times out of ten they will try to steal your vehicle or kill you it's crazy i don't Whoa. i don't get that i don't know why you would go about stealing a vehicle that way i just feel like there are so many 
easier ways. Well, to the advantage of you know, well, the, I don't, I, is this let's make this a carjacking podcast, a tips podcast, <laughs> easier than them well, driving the think, car up. Think of how many witnesses there are going to be. Zero. And you know how likely they are to get back to civilization? No, you're wrong. There's one witness. You can do it with zero witnesses. Great, great. Okay, but there's potentially cameras around in civilization. There's all this. If you're in this long expanse of road in the desert, one, they have to walk back maybe without a cell service for a while. They might die. Like, you don't know. Great, now you have murder on your hands. Well, no, 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 no. They chose to walk. You didn't kill them. They simply were out in the desert. They have wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, that's bull. <laughs> Whoopsie-daisies. <laughs> that's dumb. He circles back around. He's like, so I don't want you to die, but I, I, this is my car now. I feel an obligation to pick you up and get you to safety, but I'm letting you know I won this fair and square. Where are you going there, Scout? <laughs> where, are you, where are you headed? He picks up the same guy and also gets carjacked. No, he picks the guy that jacked guy. his car, picks up the guy that he stole the car from. Yeah. <laughs> but we've got 20 pairs of glowing eyes in this one. Yes. How did he count 20 pairs of glowing eyes? It's an, an estimate. Uh, what does 20 of one thing Wait, want hold up. one human being? That's only one, 10 people. Two, three. What are you counting? Yeah, that's like 20. Oh, uh, the There's army like dude? Eyes. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 20 pairs of eyes or 20 mm. eyes? Maybe the, maybe he was in the army. While he was in the army, he went to school to be a mathematician, which is how he he was able to count so fast. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. Being a mathematician doesn't help you count individual <laughs> things fast. It helps you do math problems faster. Uh, it helps you do math, math problems, It's period. all math. It's all math. So you're saying if you're a mathematician, you're just smarter because you absorb the world in a better way than everyone else. Houston, I think that if I were to put... A, a graduate mathematician against you, I would bet $50 right now they can count faster Only 50 It's not a very sure bet if you're taking a graduated mathematician against me. $50. Local kid who doesn't like math. What does 20 of one thing want with one person? It said cannibalism. Or crazy. Is that going to feed 20 people? Does one human body... A carload of people might. It, dude, it would. I'm surprised time and time again when people hunt and stuff. When like they're like, oh, if we kill this cow, we have food for. How many like, people do you know that are hunting cows? Well, okay. The point is, like, <laughs> large, large beasts oh, have one. more. <laughs> they have more meat on them than you think. Oh, Bessie. Like you, you look at one cow and you're like, can eat that in like two weeks? Like, no, one whole cow would last you. Months. A cow is also bigger than anything. A cow is not a human. But I'm saying, being. like, but like humans, like I also, guarantee we have. Nobody like, is feeding their family of twenty. I twenty. Bet you, I bet twenty people could fill up on a person. I bet they could. This is an army man. That's lean meat. That's lean beef. You know, I. I I can't say no. I can't say no. Think about but it. I can't say think yes. about it. If you were to it take, is a lot. Look at my arm right now. You were to take a ch- like just that chunk right there. Fry it up. That would probably get you full. That m- amount of meat, that huge chunk of meat yeah, right there. You know what? That would get you full. I have to agree. Just I, my, I think a, I think just a Thanksgiving my, turkey has fed twenty of my relatives. Yeah, exactly. At one point or exactly. Just my thigh, to my two thighs, my large, large thighs. I think would feed quite a few people. <laughs> I mean, we've we've been frowning on cannibalism for years, but in all reality, they're just business. It's economic. That's some, it's, it's their business. That's some it's like tender makes, choice cuts of old, some tender Old man meat. Jenkins. It just the, makes sense. Old man Jenkins is about to die. 
That's that's good meat. We're not gonna <laughs> okay. throw that in the ground. <laughs> gonna throw that in the ground. <laughs> the man's still buff. The man's still got power behind him. Um, no, yeah, I, I think cannibalism's the right answer. What? Where was he? He was in some mountain. He pass. was in a mountain. Just a mountain? That see, that's that. Uh, the mountain. They don't have cannibalists in our mountains, to my knowledge. So no, it's but like... tribes. There are tribes worldwide, and I think it could be yeah. surmised that that's there may true. Be when was the last time you one? drove on a freaking mountain road by yourself in, in the middle of freaking nowhere in uncharted territories? In Bangkok. Have you guys heard about the uh... <laughs> or oh Mongolia? Gosh. Have you guys heard about that <laughs> island off the coast of Africa that to this day has has people that are like completely tribal like olden times? There are like, several places like Well, that. no, this place specifically is an island that people have tried to get to and they have just killed them so many times. There's one time they brought a helicopter there and it caused mass panic on the island because they had never seen anything like it. I have to look up the name of the island. I watched a whole documentary on it. It's crazy. But now by law, you can't go to the island. The people what? are just to be, they're to be left alone to just do be their people in the time that they live. This sounds like Wakanda 2.0. It, it, it is, but except the opposite because Wakanda is so far in the future. How do you people, know they're not? Okay, I guess I guess I don't know. It's, it it appears to be an island. We know we know they eat people. I they didn't eat people in Wakanda, so I don't know. I don't think you'd be an who advanced told, who, who civilization. Told you, who told you they were eating people? The people who were eaten. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna share a story now. Uh, I've got a story from Buddha Divine. Uh, so I had an experience. Well, she wants to share background info, and you know what? I'm not gonna let her. I'm going right to the the meat. I don't care about your backstory. So I woke up in the middle of my night, or of the night, my daughter let out a cry, <laughs> and noticed <laughs> noticed a black smoky mass hovering at my feet. Usually, when I see something strange, I go through checks to see if it's an afterimage or a floater, etc. This time, I checked by moving my Prepared? arms. I did. Whoa! Whenever somebody experiences something like this, they just go into absolute. Panic. Panic. They're like, whoa, yeah. mass. Seems like this person is so experienced, they're like, you know what? I need to deduce exactly yeah. what I'm missing. I have hallucinations almost every single day of my life. Let me go through the quick checkbook Let and see Let me wiggle if... my hand through that mass of darkness. I've never had a hallucination, but I've never counted it out. <laughs> and now I am prepared. Um, usually when I see something strange, yeah, okay. This time I checked by moving my arms in case if it was a sleep paralysis, which it wasn't. After my checks, I got a better look at the entity, which was hovering at my feet. It looked completely black and smoky, looking with tentacles. It just was hovering a few... So the same thing now, except with tentacles. Yeah. Close <laughs> I'm, seeing, I'm seeing maybe a uh, Sherlock Holmes hat, an eyeglass, and she is just going <laughs> she yeah, is head to foot on Examining this thing. it. Uh, it was just hovering for a few minutes, and then I noticed that it presumed... That what I presumed to look towards my kid... Then it started to float towards my daughter. I got up quickly and got between this thing and my kid and held her. It still hovered in the same spot while I stared at it. I was still too tired to talk at this point. But but not tired enough to finely detail those tentacles coming out of this smoke. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever woken up, dashed across the room, and then just Not been, been able to speak? I'm just too... You know what? I'm talking. See, I'm, I can't answer that because usually I'm speaking before I get up. <laughs> I'm speaking as I wake up. Um, 
Da, 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 da. I was still too tired to talk at this point and mentally told it to back off and it was too close to my child. I then imagined a golden light around my child as a form of protection in case that could do anything. After a while of staring at it... Very smart. Wrong color. <laughs> after, after a while of staring it down, it basically dissipated. Basically is nothing. Either basically. it dissipated and it's gone or there's still a tentacle monster in your room. Sounds like you're just trying to... Uh, convince yourself that it disappeared. Well, it's, it's basically gone. <laughs> There's one tentacle, which is gone in my book. Which is now, I mean, at first it was a threat. But, it's wrapped around but my just, child's leg, but it's ba- But it's just the leg. Basically. It's just a leg. I don't know if it actually went away, but I couldn't see it anymore. It didn't seem malicious, but more curious in this encounter. Oh, I yeah, found that's... Squid Entity Parasite in an online search after, after the... Why would you type in Parasite? Just throwing all the bad words yeah, we can make yeah. All the bad possible things. And then the, the the paragraph ends there. Yeah, we all know that that's the best. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it went away, but I don't know where it is, so it should be fine. Oh wait, no, it it picks up. Uh, Squid Entity Parasite in an online search after the encounter, and it seems to be very similar to what I saw. Has anyone else experienced something like this? I am curious to hear any other experience or insights about squid monsters. Why don't we just squash it? Is this a baby kraken? A ghost kraken, maybe. What? I, I, she wants insight. I only know of one squid monster. A baby squid kraken. That is a ghost. Is what, <laughs> yeah, that's what I brought it's to the stre- table. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. <laughs> Kevin, I don't want to hear a word. Of all the nonsense you've brought to this podcast, I don't want to hear a word about baby he's, ghost krakens. He's a point, Kevin. That's crazy talk. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> there, just squash it. I don't care what it is. Put your foot on and top of it and get grabbed by a tentacle. And put what it if it, into what the if ground. a tentacle? What if it's like a like the mo- the mist is hiding it, but these tentacles get long. So I you think it's just little tentacles coming out? She said she's looking at it down by her feet, but she's laying in bed, I, so it's floating above her. I feet, just want I think, to is what it was. Uh, bring to what? the table. She was in bed. That oftentimes. Aliens are portrayed with tentacles. squid tentacle okay. heads. Ooh, no. Potentially, this is a hologram, like projection. Super no. It's from it's closer, Sam. Curious. I like. I like. What, what is this demon? Curious. Demons destroyed. Demons what, are bad. What I like you where just, you're at. What you have just described is a man by the name of Davy Jones. No. And he that's is not only an alien. In, that's only in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That is not paranormal. We've confirmed that. Why? <laughs> what? Whoa. We have. We no, have. We you have don't confirmed. know. We've had, we've had long discussions <laughs> off mic. We confirmed it. We've, we begged and cried getting Kevin to admit out loud, Pirates of the Caribbean isn't real. Davy Jones isn't actually out there. And he, he won't. He won't admit it. Um, I like where your brain's at. I think it's closer to a Cthulhu situation, if anything. And I might I might deviate from my last thought. Instead of a baby Kraken, it might be baby Cthulhu. It, who's to say they don't reproduce? Who is Cthulhu? Is, exactly. is he, to your credit, is Cthulhu not an alien? Who is Cthulhu? Do we Cthulhu? know that? Cthulhu is the big squid demon monster. He's like squid guy. He's like king of hell or something in a certain But he's cult. a squid. Okay, why was this not the first thing we brought Because up? I didn't think of it, and now I've remembered <laughs> Okay, it's Cthulhu. He's Davy Jones. Gabe, okay, no, but Cthulhu's <laughs> Cthulhu's Cthulhu's Davy Jones. <laughs> eh, it's a loose so interpretation. Thus, Davy Jones is real. 
Well done, Kevin. Well, no, because <laughs> you've proved it. Because Cthulhu. Why did you bring real. that up before? Cthulhu isn't real. I tried. So Davy Jones isn't real. But yeah, no, no, that's it. <laughs> Nothing's real. This is a hallucination. You're crazy. Houston says it's not real. I say it's real. Kevin, what do you say? I say it's it's not real. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin dragged Sam onto this island and said, we're going to make a stand. You wait here. I'll be right back. And then left him to die. <laughs> he left me on that Arizona wait, stretch. Wait, hold on. Okay, so... Stole my vehicle another and drove approach. the horizon. <laughs> another approach. Have you ever just been sitting and just pitch... No, Kevin, it's fake. Black darkness. Pitch black darkness. And you look forward... Anywhere you look, you kind of just see the darkness moving. Yeah, no, I've had that happen. Yeah. So yes. why can't this? Because it, it, is, is any, it impossible for it to look like I a couple didn't of see tentacles? Any tentacles, Kevin. Well, just, I don't care what have you, you ever, didn't see. Have you ever have you ever inspected the moving darkness and thought to yourself, hmm? That's definitely a humanoid tentacle monster. It's not humanoid. Did we say it's, this one humanoid? technically isn't? Cthulhu is kind of humanoid. It was though. literally just a black mass that had some tentacles coming out of it. That is like very. That is something I could some... see myself seeing in just pitch black darkness and being like, "Oh, That's... that kind of looks like a." It sounds kind of like Davy Jones to me. Okay, we're the bit's done. Comedy <laughs> comes in threes. And I'm pretty sure that's like the seventh time we've said Davy Jones. I don't want to hear it again. It's over. <laughs> He's gone back to his locker in the seven seas, never to emerge. No well, more. Whatever it may be, at least we know how to get rid of it. How to repel how, such a thing? Well, how? Think of the golden S- color. Soy sauce? The golden light. You and you, you envelop yourself in an imagine an imaginative golden barrier. Oh, well, not her, just an her baby. Easter egg, golden color. That's how you do pastel, it. Pastel, a pastel yellow. You imagine yourself literally hopping inside of a gold Easter egg. Maybe keep soy sauce <laughs> and stay in there until the. <laughs> That's that is how I interpreted it. Maybe keep soy sauce or your favorite teriyaki seasoning just right at your bedside in case this guy decides to make another appearance. Shomu's yeah. boss. I don't understand. Because tentacles. Ten- you eat. You eat tentacles. People eat tentacles. They eat octopus. He's making a joke about about Korea. Is, is this not? Is this not? If about this was tentac- real, about exotic foods, about squid cuisine. If this was, how, if he might think. If if this was is not real, is this not the most like reliable thing I've advice we've given on this subject? This because, is an episode about becomes, asking Houston questions, so becomes, we're gonna get to he that. He comes tentacl- tentacling along. Just scurrying. Tantalizingly. Tantalizingly. (laughs) Comes up to your bed and then sees your teriyaki sauce and he's like, whoop, you turn. (laughs) (laughs) Just nopes right back to hell. Right back through his mist portal that he's made. Uh, So the last two episodes we've had a little questionnaire bingo Thing oh, have leaders. we been playing bingo the whole um, time? I I haven't brought a single bingo card. Was it to bingo one of or these. was it uh, Yahtzee? Twenty questions or twenty questions? That's it. That's it. We've not did been we get, very good. Did we get the last one? We I can't remember. in total we haven't gotten to twenty <laughs> questions. Is it is it a banana? It was yellow. He said it was yellow. <laughs> I don't understand the joke. A fruit. What's a yellow happening? fruit? What other freaking? <laughs> what are you doing? It's a guava. What's the bit? Why are we talking about fruit? I have no idea what's happening. We're trying um, to ask you questions you should shut up I don't, get, I don't get it you stop stop <laughs> just stop talking please 
interesting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, good question if you have a good answer. Ooh, what's I don't the, like those. What's the craziest paranormal thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> I've shared it on the show. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, it was hospital guy. The hospital gown guy. The hospital? I know what you're talking about. You don't? I do. Oh, you do. Okay, well, just a refresher, in <laughs> case we have people jumping on the boat for who, who they have no idea what we're talking about. I was on a date. We were talking about horror movies in the car. Not by my choice, I might add. I was a little uncomfortable because it got darker and darker. <laughs> she started sharing stories about her family, things I did not want to hear. <laughs> Things that were dark and I did not want to know that were happening to her family. Get out of my car. Oh, no. It was it was rough. <laughs> so anyway, we pull up to her house to drop her off. And at the end of the cul-de-sac, while she's telling a story, she freezes. No, no, just mid-sentence. At the end of the cul-de-sac is a boy, a very, very tall, very pale, very skinny boy, bald and nothing but a hospital gown. I thought it was a man. It was a boy. Well, man. well it was a very tall boy. Ma- skin, I don't know. A a male a in male. gender. It was a male. Um, and so we, she's staring at it. I'm staring at it. No words are being exchanged. I turn on my brights to see, get a better look. And he starts hobbling at us like a zombie at alarming speed. So I throw it in reverse. We leave. And I just turn to her and I'm like, I'm going to drive you around for like another 30, 45 minutes. And she's like, yeah, sounds good. And so we calm down. We go back. No one's there. There's some new cars in the cul-de-sac. He's nowhere to be seen. Uh, so I watched her walk to my door. Or no, I watched her walk to her door. Oh, I walked to her door with her. I was a gentleman. Let it not be said that I wasn't a gentleman. And then she watched me from her window back to my car. And that's what adds like some soli- like some solid proof to it for me is she saw this too. She was just as freaked out as I was. It couldn't have been my imagination. Anyway, is that something you guys still talk about? To this I have. Day? I didn't ever. Oh, they well, chat all the time. I because mean, why not? Like, well, I, I can't see myself having guess, that kind of experience. I guess with the like, theme of the podcast, I did. I did ghost. She didn't message me either. Boo. But I didn't message her. Are I think trying to make a joke. I, out of that? No, he did. <laughs> he did. And then he denied it. <laughs> We mutually never messaged each other again for Hang fear him. that we would summon Hospital Boy back no let me let me put questions on a pause here (laughs) because you just literally had the start of a horror movie yes actually yes uh, more of the climax maybe maybe. or the inciting incident no 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 it's like the beginning of it the inciting incident is that what that's called yeah like the the there's an adventure yeah so like so like 20 minutes in yes yeah yeah. You had that, and you just tossed it in the garbage yes. can, man. Yeah, because it was because my genre of movie horror, that fell yeah. into my lap was horror. What? Where he's you know right. what happens in he's horror? Right, People die. But no, but some. But no, they don't. Who doesn't die in a horror movie? The protagonist. I am not the protagonist. Why yeah, wouldn't you be? They, the, oh, psycho- the psychological side effect of being in a horror movie for the protagonist is never worth it. No. Actually, no, he's right because he wasn't the protagonist. He was that young couple in the car. Yep, 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 yep. That's the one. die every time. Yeah, absolutely. I knew my role. I knew what the universe was giving me, and I said, I'm out. No. Thank you for this delicious movie you've prepared. I will not be enjoying today. After he murdered you, it was going to go to the college professor, who was actually the protagonist of the movie. Yes, yes, yeah. Who then solves the case. Question number two. Uh... 
the the most ridiculous thing you ever did to impress someone? I don't know. I don't really care to impress people in general. Never. I can't think of anything I've done like spe- I I can't think of I've been happy when people have been impressed with things I've done. Maybe taken a class done a extracurricular I can't activity. think of a single thing I've ever like actively been like oh I'm going to impress this person by doing this. <laughs> I have no idea. I I just I've never concerned myself with it. I don't then, think. Then new question. Okay, sorry question asker. Why <laughs> why do you go by Houston? So, Houston is not my real name. And I know that may come as a shock. My full name well, Bartholomew. I'm pretty sure that, said, and that answers the question. <laughs> my, my full name is John Houston Tanner. And when I was a baby, my parents were like... All first names, by the yeah, way. Yeah, three first names. Um, my parents thought that it was kind of bizarre to call little baby John, just because it was like a grown man's name. So they just started calling me <laughs> Huey, for short for Houston. So Huey in Houston has just kind of been my name since then. And I, I thought about... A few years ago, I thought about switching back. I'm like, I'm a man now. It's time for a man name. But I'm... I grew out of that, and I'm I'm cool with where I with what it is. <laughs> I'm pleased with it. Question number tres, Samuel. Here's a question for you. Uh, if you could tell your former self one thing right now, Ooh. what would it be? That is a really good question, actually. Sam, we don't we don't have the time for questions <laughs> like these. Um. <laughs> They're good thought provoking questions. He starts crying. I don't want to talk about this. See, this this is almost in conflict of the answer I just gave because of like me saying like I don't really care what people think, so I've never like actively done something to impress someone. The answer you just gave was the reason you don't go by John. Or I guess the, I guess I guess the one before that. You're right. You're right. I got a little mixed in up there. In contrast to me, I would tell the old old me go by go, John. go by John. Uh, so the one before with me saying um, to not. It was because in high school there was a long period of time, or just all of growing up, where validation was important, and I think everyone can relate to that. Everyone looks for that to some degree, but I think it was um, I think it was a big deal for me because it wasn't necessarily that I was looking to impress people, but there was a there was a long period in my life where I was actually bullied pretty bad uh, in like sixth, seventh, and like a little bit of middle school. And there wasn't, like, there wasn't a need to, like, impress these people, but there was just a need to, like, be at a standard or, like, know who I was to a standard and, like, be comfortable. Like, like, and that's the thing. Like, for, like, a year, I I could say I was probably bullied pretty bad and then maybe teased a little bit the other two years. But because of the teasing and because I was, like, still worried about what other people thought, it felt like, like, just flat-out bullying. When in fact, it it wasn't quite, like, it wasn't cool. It wasn't chill of them to do that. But it wasn't, like, that bad. And I would even say that I was probably going unnoticed 99% of the time those two years of my life. But because I didn't feel like, or because I felt, um, like, frustrated that I didn't feel accepted, that, so I I guess, long story short, I would tell myself back then that... Literally, no one's opinion matters at all. Mine, no one else's. Like, in terms of my opinion on what a person is or what they should be doing or vice versa, it just doesn't matter. People can do what they want. People should do what they want. 
and things like that. So I think that's what I would tell myself would be like, just stop caring about it. You're it's, it caused me to, in my mind, be bullied, like probably two and a half years longer than I actually was, which is like, feels like a whole lot of time wasted, which is frustrating to like, look back on and be like, well, that sucks. That's like, that's so much time I could have been productive thinking about other things, but I spent two years thinking about, oh man, no one likes me, which is a weird place to look back on and be like, oh, that's, that was a huge waste of time, a huge waste of energy to think that. Hmm. Facts. Um, question four. Uh, what are, what do you do in your free time? We want to get to know you, so what do you like to do? Oh, not a lot. I've, I, whenever I'm asked this, I, I feel like the safest answer and probably the most true is I'm virtually down to do anything as long as it's with people that I enjoy doing it with. Like, and I feel like that's almost reflected in the podcast because we've talked about that before where I've said this, like, this is a, a subject we found that we could be entertaining with, that we could enjoy talking about, that we could dive in and actually learn some things too about like what people believe in paranormal wise or not. And I truly believe in the end that this podcast could have been about anything. And I would have had just as much fun making it because it's with you two. And that's like who I wanted to make a podcast with. We could have talked about car models. I don't know anything about. No, I, we couldn't. Have. <laughs> oh, we could have. I don't know anything about cars. Heck, it probably would have been funny too. Oh, cars or models? Uh, the movie Cars, a fan cast of the movie Cars, and cars how, and how and models. models dressed up as as those cars. Yes. Yikes. <laughs> a podcast about people cosplaying as the hit characters in the movie Cars. <laughs> Oh my gosh, someone write that down. TM, 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 TM. It's ours. You spent some time in New York. You spent like two years in New York. Mm -hmm. What were the things that you really jived with, you really enjoyed about that? And what were the things that you, like pros and cons deal? Besides um, the coronavirus. The pro, well, I'm it just wasn't that recent. <laughs> the biggest pro, hands down, was there was like this weird energy of like, I'm a pretty introverted person. Like, I, I well... I don't even know if I can say that. I'm a pretty good mix because it's like I like spending time with people more often than I don't, but I like having a smaller group, a closer group of friends. Giant parties are not super my scene. I've been to like a few huge, huge, huge concerts and those are a blast, but like like a high school dance size, not about it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm like shaking. Like I can't do it, but if it's a big enough crowd, Maybe I can- just like two friends. Yeah, exactly. Or- One, one or, blonde, one redhead. I, 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 <laughs> two. Make them both fairly large friends and that, <laughs> like three friends ideally, but well, two large be, friends. It could be too. like 40 people I know really well, but if it's a room of like a hundred people, I don't know even close to half of them, I'm uncomfortable, I'm shaking. But if I'm in a room at a concert of like 3,000 people, no it's big deal. Like, who cares? It's, yeah. I'm, I'm hiding in plain sight. And New York was amazingly like that. It felt like, it felt like I was like free, finally. Like I could walk among hundreds of people, walk up and talk to one of them because you're hiding in plain sight. I'm just walking around with somebody with by myself. Like who knows? But I feel like I get that social fix of just being around a ton of people, and like even maybe talking to some of them on the subway or just helping someone like uh, like a woman with her stro her uh, stroller in the subway things like that <clears throat> and you get that fix of that social interaction without actually having to like mm. have all the eyes of thousands of strangers on you which yeah. is just 
the most liberating feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. I do. I have always enjoyed like the you go somewhere other than home, and you just like don't have to worry about. Some, oh yeah, some like you are you are just you in an environment where nobody knows who you are, so you can literally just be anybody you want. I grew up here. Like where we are right now. Same. Actually, all three and, of us did, I think. <clears throat> yeah. But my my parents live somewhere else now, and I lived with them for two two ish years, two or three, and it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Coming back has been weird because like I have to. You have to like, be the same in, old Sam. You yeah. run into people. Like yep. you see people around there. It was just. I left my house, and there was just no even fleeting thought that I would ever run into anybody that I knew. Yeah, yeah. I hate anybody running I even people. Recognize. I hate it. <laughs> I hate even like old, really good like Kevin and I. I, were li- at, I like it, and I hate it. Yeah, well, it's yes, a love hate. yes. I would, I would agree with that. Kevin and I were at the store the other day, way, way before all this happened. So no worries. But we ran into an old friend of ours. I hung out with this kid every day for like three years, but because we hadn't planned to meet him there, we ran into him at the grocery store, and it was like. The most uncomfortable I've been in a minute. Because there's just there's like nothing to talk about. I'm like, hey man, I wanted to walk away right after that. I wanted to just keep going. He strike up conversation. Well, like, well, like I strike up conversation you too because to. I feel obligated to because we're old friends and we're like I text him sometimes. We're still good friends, but it's like I don't. I haven't mentally prepared myself to talk to you. And I just kind of want to get out of this store. <laughs> like let's let's when, let's when I when I came into Walmart. It was not so that I could talk to you. Yes, exactly. Which <laughs> sounds like it's not on the agenda. It sounds like a really mean thing to say it like that, but it's it's just it's just the fact. It's just the fact. You're not it. on the agenda, and so anything that we're gonna get out of this exchange here has to be inserted into the agenda. Yeah, and that's just a difficult <laughs> process. Let me look at my schedule. The other thing I would, the only other thing I would say was a huge. The cons of New York is like there's crazy people. Some people, and actually, not a whole lot of cons to the people in general. I think New York gets a bad rep for being like a place that's like everyone's kind of rude, and it's it's interesting because like I I was up in upstate New York for a little bit and in the city for like eight or nine months, and what's what I kind of came to the conclusion to, is people up up north in like the really rich like nice nice neighborhoods they're polite but they're not nice, and the people in the city are really nice people but they're not polite like. Everyone's got a place to be. They'll bump into you. They'll, they'll. they'll but the, but then if you ask for a question, if you're like on the subway and you're like out loud, you said, "Man, what train do I get to go here and here?" Six people minimum will stand up from around the subway and be like, "Oh, let me help you out. Let me help you out." Like people are so nice in New York, That's so cool. nice. But up up north, it's like you people have got flowery talk they're like they're like just trying to divert you any way they can like it's just everyone's kind of got their own thing and they have no time for anyone else yeah but they're polite they're polite about it people in new york are not polite they are blunt they are to the point they will tell you exactly what they are thinking even if it was not asked for but usually they're pretty nice Hmm. um interesting yeah it's cool and then just the last pro is there's something about the energy of a place that adds to productivity that i I didn't never experience until i was there there's something about being in a place that is so actively busy and like just industrious yes and just moving it just it gives you like that's a good way of saying that yes yeah i agree and it's 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 cool because i i I feel like i'm generally a lazy person it's really hard for me to get motivated but when i was in new york i'm i'm a writer and i got more writing done when i was there than i have in my entire life just got swept into the hustle and bustle you really do and it's it's interesting because people talk a lot about how you have to like keep your home in order to have like a productive day and I'm still not amazing at that. 
but it's it's true like if you if you have like if you create a busy environment you will be busier and i learned that in new york and it's it's really cool that is cool um before we get on to the last question do you have a favorite quote a favorite quote in general? Just, yeah. Just like throwing in, so, we'll edit in, just anything from Avatar The Last Airbender, anything Uncle Iroh <laughs> says. We'll, we'll, we'll add it in post. I don't know, just White Lotus. I'm going to find something from Avatar that's going to make you regret saying. See, that's the, that's the thing, Kevin. There's nothing. It's a perfect show. There's nothing you could throw in there that wouldn't be an amazing quote. Uh, is there anything you want to, uh, want them to know, or people? Uh... Give us your summary. Do do what you enjoy. I think it like I think a lot. I, I don't totally remember Kevin's summary, but I think his was kind of in the same boat, wasn't it? Wasn't that some I don't of it? No, it was more just. It was to yes, do what you want, but it was more so. Don't think that you can't do what you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. I think I think like I'm I'm all for following your dreams, but like we do this, and it's easy to be like it's easy to see your favorite content creators doing things, and you're like. Well, that's all they do because that's all you see us do. I work like two jobs. Sam works a job. Kevin, I think. Works. Kevin has a cat. I don't know. I work. <laughs> that's a job. <laughs> Being a parent is a job, Houston. <laughs> no, but for real, follow your dreams. Make make the things you want to make and keep practicing. Like I said before, we did this for a literal year of practicing how to podcast, which sounds well, kind of a year. We we stopped for a little bit, but I would say like a good. Eight months of practicing, maybe? Something like that. Um, do what you like. Um, and I've got some I've got some cool stuff in the works coming for you guys really, really, really soon. Um, I'm not going to get into the details, what it is yet. It will be an audio format, something coming real soon. Like 12 to 18 months soon. Yeah, I've, I've been working on it for a minute, and I lost a lot of motivation to do it for a while. And then I went back and reworked it, and now I'm more excited about it than ever. And I'm getting pretty dang close to, to finishing it up. I... It would. It still might be a few weeks. Don't get me wrong, but um, be excited for that because I'm. I'm really pumped about it. It's gonna turn out really, really cool, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. Um, It'll blow the classical music out your butt. What? <laughs> I have never. I don't heard have such an abomination. I don't have any classical music in my butt. <laughs> this is from School of Rock. I'm disappointed, honestly. <laughs> I've only seen it like twice. What? It's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh it's, my gosh. It's good. All right, that's a conversation for another time. But you need to see it and be familiar with it. Thanks for guys for tuning in again, and we will catch you next time. And life's only going to be as spooky. Old, old. Oh, on the flippity flip. <laughs> Ha ha ha!